Are you creating the right kind of lead magnet to attract quality buyers into your list? Stay tuned to find out. What change becomes possible when 100,000 people are impacted by your work? This question came to me one day and I have been working to find the answer ever since. Hi, I'm Jess and I help online course creators amplify their influence and create a movement with their message. And on this podcast, I am sharing the simple strategies and systems to help you impact more people with your programs so you can create quantum growth in your industry. You are listening to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Jess here, and today I am talking all about lead magnets. So I've been talking about lead generation on the podcast for a few weeks now, and this is such an important piece of growing your list and going into your launches, because if you don't have the right people, it doesn't matter if you have the right offer or not, it's just not going to convert. And so if your offers aren't converting, or if you're starting with a small list, or you are changing niches and you wanna get a list of the right people, who are ready to buy your offer, this episode is going to be very, very helpful for you. So there are actually five different kinds of lead magnets that you can create that all serve a slightly different purpose and each have a really clear intention as to when and why you would create it for your business. Now, you do not need to create all five. That would just be crazy pants. But knowing which one is going to be the most effective in the right place with the audience that you have is going to be key in getting the right people in so that they ultimately convert into your paid offer. So on this episode, I'm going to break down all five of them and share when and why you might use them and basically what they contain or the strategy behind them so that you know how to pick the right lead magnet for your offer. So let's jump right in. The first one is going to be a roadmap or a checklist lead magnet. So this is going to give people the next few steps in front of them or even potentially lay out all of the steps in front of them to give them an idea of what is coming and what it's going to take in order to get the results that they're looking for. This kind of lead magnet is very helpful for people who are aware of the solution that they need, but they're feeling a little uncertain about the steps that it's going to take to get that result. I've said this time and time again, but I truly do believe that one of the biggest reasons people do not buy your program isn't because they don't think that you can get them the results. It's because they're not confident that they can get the results. And not having all of this information and not knowing what's ahead is a big piece of that, right? Because when we don't have the solution or we don't know the solution to the problem that we're trying to solve, it feels very overwhelming and unclear and it can be a lot to take that next step forward. And so by presenting them with a roadmap, by showing them the next few steps, by giving them a checklist of things that they need to do in order to get that ball rolling, not only can you build massive trust with them that you know what they're doing and you know how to get them that solution, you can also give them trust in themselves that they too can do it. Sometimes all we need are the steps laid out and then we can give them the offer, which is exactly how to execute each of those steps. Because oftentimes there will be things on this checklist that they don't know exactly how to do, right? Hence why they're still struggling with the problem. So if you're worried that a checklist or a roadmap may be giving them too much, know that there's going to be things on your checklist that 
but they do not have the procedure of how specifically to do it. Or maybe they've tried it in the past and it didn't work for them. So they need to know your specific way of doing it. So it does actually create demand for your solution because it gives them the steps that they're going to have to take, but also leaves some open ends where they're like, hmm, okay, I'm not exactly sure how to do that. But now I feel more confident that I can do that because I know that I need to do that. Does that make sense? So that's going to be the first type of lead magnet, which is one of my favorites. Actually, my lead magnet for a long time in my business was a launch checklist. This was something that I created using an Excel spreadsheet or a Google Sheets spreadsheet. And it basically, you put in your launch date and it created a whole list of all of the things you had to do leading up to your launch. And this was an incredibly effective lead gen tool because I was attracting people who were ready to launch and who were looking for the next steps of wanting to complete that. But it also was a really valuable tool in that it gave people exactly what they needed to do to get the outcome that they wanted. But it left those open loops like write the email. Well, how do you build an email sequence? What kinds of emails do you need, right? Or like run the five-day challenge. Okay, how do I do that, right? It left some open ends that allowed me to fill those gaps with my solution. And so really thinking like, how can I give them enough to give them confidence of what they need to do to move forward while also creating that subconscious demand and desire for my offer at the same time? That is really the line that you tow with a roadmap or checklist lead magnet. So the second kind of lead magnet that you can create is a private podcast. Now, this is one of my favorite lead magnets right now, and it's a fairly popular one. I have seen many large creators coming out with private podcasts, but there's a reason why this is so effective. If you already have a podcast, this is a really great way to capture your existing listeners and put them into a more targeted funnel. I have talked to a friend of mine who uses this as her core business model. They, she calls them a pod funnel. Her name is Tara. Highly recommend. I have an episode that I had her on the show, and I will link that below so you can go listen to it. But this type of private podcast can be an, a very effective lead magnet as well as launch mechanism, which is what she uh, positions it as. But when you're using a private podcast as a lead magnet, there's some really key things that you need to have in place in order for it to be an effective lead magnet. So you can use a private podcast as a sales mechanism like Tara teaches, but using it as a lead magnet is a really good way to educate your listener and also build that trust in them as you are going through the client process. So this one is really key in educating people on your core premise, on your belief system, on the movement that you're starting, as well as giving them the big picture framework of how they're going to get there. So if you've ever worked with me, you know that I believe in two really core pieces of messaging in creating demand and desire for your offer. That is having a messaging framework and a methodology. Your methodology is how you do it. It is the step-by-step. -step. The messaging framework is really the core pillars of the things that they need to have in order to have that desired result. A private podcast is a great place to leverage the core pillars and really break down the bigger concepts that people need to understand in order to have that desired result. And so again, I teach a system, and I believe I talked about this in last week's episode about pre-framing and post-framing, but when you combine the pre-frame, the post-frame, and then the pillars, that creates a really effective private podcast that will not only educate your audience on who you are and what you take a stand for, but will also help them understand where their gaps are and what they need to change in order 
to get the result that they're looking for. Another reason why a private podcast is a very effective tool is that the power of the voice is a very effective tool in building that trust and authority with your audience. You are listening to my podcast because you believe this, right? You like listening to what I have to say. You resonate with hearing my voice week after week. But creating a weekly podcast, a serialized podcast, if you will, is that it's a big commitment. I have been recording podcasts every single week since February of 2020. That is a very long time. That is going on three whole years of 52 episodes a year. And that's a large commitment for a lot of people. So if you want to dabble in the podcasting medium and really test out if you even like podcasting, this is a really good way to go If you, even if you don't have a podcast because you can create a small podcast offer and see if it resonates with your audience, see if you enjoy the medium in general without the long-term commitment of a serialized show. So pod, a private podcast is a really great way to get in front of your ideal audience and build that authority and trust using the power of your voice. The third kind of lead magnet that I recommend or the type of lead magnet that you could create is a quiz. And I will say that this is probably one of the most fun kinds of lead magnets, but also could be really underutilized in your funnel. I've worked with a few of my clients who are like, yes, I want to have a quiz. And then they tell me their premise for the quiz and it actually isn't an effective lead magnet. And I get it because a quiz sounds super fun and it's super fun to help people identify like whatever their thing is in relation to their business. But a quiz can be an incredibly effective lead gen tool and lead magnet if used correctly. If not used correctly, it really doesn't give you any more information about your audience and doesn't create any kind of demand or desire for your signature offer. And so it's kind of a useless lead magnet in that way. Your lead magnet has a really specific purpose, and that is to capture potential qualified buyers into your funnel and create a demand gap for your offer and to show them where they are, where they want to be, and how your program fits in the middle there. And so if it doesn't do that, it then it isn't really a well-positioned lead magnet. There are times where you can use a quiz like this, and maybe it's like an onboarding quiz where people self-identify where they are in the journey, and that then gives them a clue about where to start in your program. Something like that is something that I see a lot of people want to do, but it isn't, and then they want to position it as a lead magnet, but that's not an effective lead magnet for a variety of reasons. So the purpose of a quiz is to identify the missing piece or identify the scope of the problem. So when somebody is coming into your quiz, they know like there is a burning question that they want answered and that they are hoping is going to be answered at the end of this quiz. Like, what am I missing? What is the thing that I don't know? Or what is this like clue of information about myself that will then help me take the next step forward? When you have this, then there creates that subconscious demand for them to complete the quiz and then take action on that information. Otherwise, it's just fun information and then they don't take any action moving forward. And it doesn't necessarily qualify them as a potential buyer for your offer if it is not well positioned in that way. So there's some key things to think about when you're creating a quiz. First is really helping people or helping them 
with a problem that they are aware of or getting positioning it as the answer to a burning question that they have. Like, what am I missing to get to six figures? Or what is the, like, what is wrong with my sourdough? To go back to that example, right? And you can answer questions that will diagnose your sourdough problem, which will then give you the clue as to what you need to do next and then create the demand gap that your program then fills for that. Does that make sense? And so if you are not answering a pressing question or you're not answering a question that they're considering, then people just aren't going to click on it, right? Like you need to think about what are they searching? What are they interested in? What is the question that they have that they want the answer to that then your quiz will give them the answer to that and then create that demand gap for your program. So quizzes are super fun, right? And I think there's so much buzzy information out there, like create a quiz funnel, quizzes, quizzes, quizzes. And I don't disagree, but your quiz has to be purposeful in order to be effective. And if you don't have this kind of strategy and long-term vision in place for your quiz, then it just isn't going to be as effective as it could be in capturing those qualified potential buyers into your funnel, which is ultimately what you want because you want to qualify people as a potential buyer for your program. That is the whole point of your lead magnet to capture the right people so that as they move down the path to your offer, they know that they're at least a qualified buyer for that potential offer. So that is the quiz. The next one is one of my favorite ones that I've been doing personally and that I've seen massive success with my clients, and that is with an email challenge. So we've talked about challenges as far as like a sales mechanism, which I still highly believe in, though I do recommend doing more of like a hybrid challenge style that's not so much an actual challenge than like a sales mechanism. But doing an email challenge is an incredibly powerful way to get your audience qualified and into action. And so what I really like about this is it can help people overcome the first step in order to become a qualified lead for your offer. So for example, one of my clients is a copywriter, and I'll have her on the podcast in a later time. We're setting up an episode. But she's a copywriter, and we positioned a challenge as like get your first copywriting client in seven days with this challenge. And so it broke you through the process of getting your first copywriting client. And so if somebody was going into the launch of her program, which is how to specialize as a sales page copywriter, and their objection could be, well, I've not even gotten my first client. She's like, awesome. I have a challenge that'll help you get your first client in seven days, which will then qualify you as a potential buyer to become a specialized sales page copywriter. Does that make sense? And so when you properly position a challenge in your funnel, you can really help people overcome the first step question and help them become a qualified lead for your program. This is an incredibly effective way to position a lead magnet because not only does it create a micro transformation, they learn something, they take action on something, you've already gotten them into motion, but it also sets them up in exactly the right place for them to be a qualified buyer for your offer. So not only are you helping them get moving and move the needle forward, you're also helping them build trust in your information and in your mentorship because you already got them that micro transformation. So when it comes to your offer, it's almost the easiest decision ever because they know that they like you can help them with this. So why couldn't you help them in a bigger container for that? 
So this is a really fun way to attract leads into your funnel, but also to train your email system to show them your emails. And so I'm going to talk a little bit later in this episode, potentially, about the follow-up sequence behind your lead magnet and why that is so key. But when you use an email challenge, you're creating that demand for the next email and the next email and the next email, which tells your email provider that you are interested in these emails and to keep prioritizing them in your inbox. Email deliverability is a very complicated thing, but this is a big piece of it. Training your subscribers to open your emails early and often will lead you higher in their inbox and keep you from getting stuck in the promotions folder or worse, the spam folder. And so an email challenge is an incredibly effective way to do that. And it also trains them some trains them subconsciously to open your emails because they know that something good is inside there. So it trains them to continue opening your emails and it trains their email provider that your emails are worth opening. And it's a good thing all around. So email challenges are super effective when it comes to growing your list because people want the steps. They want to know how to take action, but it's also an incredibly effective way to train your emails for them and train them to open up your emails. So the key with an email challenge is to come up with the next step, right? What is the first step that they need to take in order to become a qualified lead for your program? Or what is something that you can help them get into action with that's going to then make them a qualified lead for your program? This is really important that you think about this first step before so that you're not cannibalizing on your offer. You don't want to just do the first thing that you'll teach them in your program because then that completely negates it and it makes them think like, oh, I don't need that. I already have this, right? And you don't want to create that problem. And so instead, positioning this as like the step before they become a qualified lead, it really opens up your lead pool because it creates a larger group of people that you could potentially help. And it brings everybody up to the starting line so that when you make your offer, everybody is coming at it from the right place or from the same place at the very least. And that takes us to number five, which is another one of my favorites, which is a tool. So to recap really quick, we've talked about creating a roadmap or checklist, a private podcast, a quiz, an email challenge, and finally a tool. So a tool is a resource like a calculator or some kind of tool, like a thing that they can then use to get them an outcome that they desire. So think that this is the thing that they think that they need that actually highlights what they don't know. And this, again, can be an incredibly effective tool in your lead gen system, no pun intended, but also can be a very effective tool for them to help them move the needle forward. So for example, that launch calculator or the launch checklist that I had was also a bit of a calculator. It calculated some of the due dates for them, and it also showed them what they didn't have yet in order to move forward. I'm a big nerd when it comes to Excel spreadsheets. And I'm always trying to think of ways that I can create tools that are effective, not only for my clients, but also as a lead gen tool. And so I'm actually working on (laughs) creating a launch calculator that will create, like not only make my life a ton easier with like calculating conversion rates and all of those things, but also would be an effective lead gen tool. Because again, if you're downloading a launch calculator, I know that you're at a point in your business where you are launching, where that's information that's relevant to you, which then qualifies you as a lead for my offer. And so by giving them some kind of calculator, this can be an incredibly effective way to qualify them as a lead and also tell them what they think they need, but ultimately highlights what they don't know. 
Another one of my agency clients is doing this masterfully. He helps people, first-time home buyers, buy a duplex instead of a starter home in order to maximize their investment and really set themselves up for success in the long run. And one of the ways that he does this is he captures people into his funnel using a it's called a house hack calculator. So that whole premise of buying a duplex and renting out half of it and living in the other half is called house hacking. These are all new things to me too. And so he's created a calculator that allows you to run the numbers, right? When you're looking for a duplex, it allows you to put in the purchase price, put in all of the numbers that come with it, and then figure out how long is it going to take for this to pay off? What is going to be my monthly payment? How much am I going to make from this rental property, right? It really kind of creates that uh, like information that you need in order to make that decision. But it also highlights the need for his program, which teaches you exactly how to find the right property, get the best deal, find the right mortgage, and actually become a landlord and do the thing, right? Actually create this effective starter home as a duplex system. And so it not only gives people what they think they need, right? They just need a calculator that's going to help them run the numbers, first problem, but it creates that demand for his offer, which will then help them solve the other problem. Problems that are going to come after the calculator is over, right? And so that's an incredibly effective lead gen tool for him because it brings in people who are qualified. They're already looking at buying a duplex. They already have a need for a calculator that's going to help them run the numbers for their duplex for this reason, right? So they're already a qualified buyer. And it creates that demand gap and gives them what they think they need, which they do need. They need help running the numbers, but it also shows them what they don't know, which is everything that comes after you buy the house, right? Or everything that comes after you find the right property. Now what, right? And so this can be an incredibly effective tool in so many different kinds of funnels. For example, let's go back to the sourdough example. One of the most complicated things about sourdough is figuring out the ratios, right? If you don't know anything about sourdough, this may go over your head, but it's a numbers game. Like sourdough is just math. It's figuring out the ratio of flour to water to starter. And these are all variables that you can mess with in order to create different results. And so you could effectively create a sourdough calculator. This is an incredible lead gen tool that I totally wish I knew somebody in the sourdough space uh, because I would help them create it. But you could create a calculator that tells people and like what you need to know in order to have the different ratios that will then create the different outcome and then turn that into like actual measurements. So like how many grams of flour or whatever, right? And so that is an incredibly effective lead gen because you know that the person that's downloading it has like some level of experience baking sourdough. They care enough to know the ratios of the sourdough and to play with it and to find the best one for them with their altitude and their like temperature and all the things that go into sourdough. And it shows them what they don't know, which is all of the other parts of the process, right? There's so many different variables that you can tool with with sourdough. Now this is making me want to go bake, but it's such an, like, it's a helpful thing to help people see the things that they don't know. And it creates that demand gap for them to purchase your program. So really quick, I don't want this episode to go on forever, but one of the most important things after the lead magnet is the follow-up email sequence. And it's for that reason that the, uh, 
the challenge one is so powerful as it trains people to continue opening your emails. And so when you have a lead gen funnel, it's not just a matter of having an effective lead magnet. It's also then positioning the emails after they've downloaded the lead magnet to give them the information that they need to take action on that, to take the next step forward, and ultimately really highlight that demand gap between, okay, now you have this, but there's so much more you still don't know. And that's where my offer comes into place. So this is something that I'm teaching inside of the Launcher Lead Gen Funnel workshop or whatever we're calling it. Um, and it's this week. So it's not too late to join, but it will be a paid purchase after this week on my website. And so you can still get it if you're not uh, listening to this live. But this will teach you exactly what you need to know to create, to plan a lead magnet that's going to attract qualified potential buyers to create said lead magnet using different tools and templates that I have available to you, and then create the funnel, including the opt-in pages, the thank you pages, a potential tripwire we haven't even talked about, and then the email sequence afterward with the, the um, whatever they're called, templates to write those emails. And then lastly, how to actually get people in this funnel, how to find leads to put this in front of without paying for ads yet. I do love ads, but there's a yet qualified there. So that is what I'm teaching inside the Launcher Lead Gen Funnel. Um, it's going to be super value packed, but there's so many steps that go into this. But by having an effective lead gen funnel, you're then attracting the right people into your sales funnel and you'll have higher conversion rates down the road because you're just taking the time to effectively warm up and welcome these leads in or before you put your offer in front of them. So I hope that you found this helpful. I hope that this wasn't like information overload for you. And if it is, definitely go check out the Launcher Lead Gen Funnel offer on my website, whether it's now um, and you're doing it for free or if you're getting the paid version, it is absolutely going to be worth the $197 that it will be priced at. Um, and if you have any questions, check out the links below to get all of the things there and um, come hang, hang out with me on Instagram. So if you want to connect, uh, I'm on Instagram at Quantum Course Creator and we can chat about today's episode and I will see you in my next one. 